Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. I hope you're having a great, fantastic day today. Uh, I hope you had a great weekend and are ready for a new week. Uh, so thank you so much for your support, your time and all the effort you take to reach out to my podcast. So today we're going to do something really um, funny. Two words, caste and curry. Most people think they're both Hindu. Well, guess what? Neither is caste and neither is curry. Okay, so let's get down to it and I'm going to explain to you. We'll start with curry. Why is curry not Indian? So whenever you go all over the world, you say curry and you say, well, Indian curry. And and people go, yes, I love Indian curries. I'm like, really? I can't stand the curry. But curry is not Indian, my friend. We, you never see Indian dishes named after Indian curry. I mean, curry this, curry that, curry. No, there's no Indian dish named curry. So what is this word curry and where did it come from? So I've Googled curry all over the place and I couldn't find anything for curry. Uh, we never eat curry. But when I was growing up, um, so should I say... I tried to understand who ate curry in India. Is anyone ever in India that do they eat Indian curry? Or it's just meant for foreigners who come to India, Westerners, and say, oh, I'd like Indian curry. And so you have these foreign, these um, restaurants and, and, and uh, establishments, hotels, uh, catering to Western foreigners and foreigner, um, you know, um, you know, non-Western, African. And they all say, well, Indian curry. So that's okay, but in a regular in restaurant, you don't get it. So um, I know that growing up as a Goan, uh, of Goan origin, I would say um, to my, I would say um, very clearly, um, I mean, my grandparents would serve us Goan curry, fish curry. Everything in Goa, all all food in Goa is coated curry. That is the only place, or should I say, Christian people eat food because I think Hindus in Goa don't do that. But Christians in Goa always say curry, fish curry, pomfret curry, this curry, amoti curry, um, sweet and sour curry. The, the word curry is very, very popular in Goa. Our food is ca- called curry, shakuti curry, vindalu curry which is not done in other states. You don't find this in other states. And I could be wrong, but I don't find this. Uh, so I said, why Goa? Well, let's put it this way. Goa was colonized by the Portuguese. We know that, okay? We know that Goa was colonized by the Portuguese. So they've got a lot of the influence in um, in Goa. A lot of the influence in Goa is now... Uh, characterized as Portuguese influence. They come with all their, in, like any group, you have Goans going to Portugal and they'll go with Goan influence. You have Indians going to Europe, they'll have Indian influence. Similarly, Goa, uh, Portugal coming to Goa, they were the first Europeans to come to Goa and uh, they have European influence, the Portuguese um, culinary uh, scenario. Now, what is important to understand is in when we eat, we have to balance the food that we eat, okay? And that is anywhere in the world. So anywhere in the world, you want to balance your food with, uh, lo- with the local ingredients that you get. And you make sure that those local ingredients, um, you know, uh, feed, you, feed, uh, uh, feed you in conjunction with the climate of the land. 
Okay, your food is always with local ingredients in conjunction with, the, with what is available and um, the climate of the land. Now, the climate of the land in India is hot, so you always want something that is cold to balance it out. So we know that in India, whenever we eat, we have dahi, that is yogurt. There's always yogurt at the side, something to do with yogurt. Why? Because we are hot, a hot country, a hot land. And also we have a lot of spices, so you need to balance it. If you use only spices and you don't need yogurt, then what happens is you, you will burn your you know, lining of your stomach and so on and so forth. You get ulcers and all these problems. And so that's why you, you cannot eat it right off. You, you cannot live on it all, all the while. Your food is to balance with the climate. The climate is hot. You need to be cool. So we have lassies. We have buttermilk. Uh, we have all, all type of um, milk products. We have dai. And so Indian food always has curd with it because it balances the climate and balances the, the, the spices. So we're not going to have something hot. Now, curry is always a, like a soup. It's a broth with uh, food, with, with, um, with, with the ingredients, okay? So either the fish or the rice or the uh, chickpeas. But why do we need broth in India when the broth, is, or like a soup, why do we need like a soup or a broth when it's a hot country? So this curry concept is not native to India. Now we have dals, we have sambar, we have chickpeas, but it's not a, like a soup. It's not a curry. It's not a broth. Most Indian foods are by and large dry. I mean, if they are got wet, you know, like they're, they're They've got uh, liquid in it. It's it's not to the point like a curry. It's become more curry now, uh, ever since the last four hundred years. But otherwise, Indian food is is pretty much dry. All our vegetables are dry, and we've got these sambars and we've got the you know, um, sar. You come to the west coast, you get a lot of sar. S O U R. That's a tomato based. Uh, soup but not by and large soup or broth is not something that we use especially that's hot because we already come with a uh, in a hot country and we have to balance it out so you're not balancing heat and spices with more heat with a broth that's already hot so that curry is not native the concept of broth is not native to the Indian subcontinent but why do they use so much of curry in Goa why do they categorize everything as curry in Goa well you have to understand Portuguese came from Portugal Portugal is in Europe now Europe gets cold uh, six months of the year, okay, or at least five to six months. Now, what happens when it's cold? For those who don't live in cold countries, you don't understand. Your antique, um, you, it's cold, okay, that means your metabol, you have to keep your body warm uh, from the inside because otherwise it gets very cold, it's chilly. These cold winter months, you have to protect yourself a lot more. So, you need heat. Remember when you have a cold? People say, have soup, have chicken soup, have some soup, have a broth, because you want to keep the body, the inside temperature of your body warm, okay? And it's also important to understand when it's cold, your metabolism is working twice as uh, much to in order to keep the muscles going, to keep the organs going, to keep the body rolling uh, um, 
to the same speed or the, the heat to keep pumping the oxygen, to keep pumping the, the heat of the body um, a lot more because in winter it's cold, so you need more heat. So it's working double. Your muscles are working double. Your metabolism is working double. And one time when you work so much, your uh, capacity to fight these um, illnesses and bacteria go down because your body is tired, your muscles are tired. And that's why it goes down. And because it goes down, your capacity goes down, you get sick a lot faster. So if you come to, to northern countries like North America, Europe, Russia, you see all these countries, flu season is, starts from, September, uh, from October, November, December, it goes right up to April. The winter months are called flu season, okay? And, and, and the hospitals are full. Now, on top of that, when we had COVID, it was a nightmare. We were in the corridors of power. We were in the corridors of hospitals. There was no beds because not only we had our regular patients, we had COVID patients. And that was difficult because we have massive amount of flus and, and colds and, and uh, influenza during the winter months because we are very cold. The body does not have the capacity to fight. Your body is already working fast, working double. Your metabolism is working double. And so the capacity to fight these diseases goes down uh, because at one point your body's tired. So you get flu season all the time. So you need to keep the body hot with, with ingredients and, and foods out from outside and put hot foods in your body. So that's why you need broth. You go into any European country and you'll have a broth. Like you have stews. In England, it's called stew. You have beef stew, chicken stew, mutton stew. In, in, in France, you have, you know, cremes, soups that are cremes, potage, they're called. That means um, vegetable soups, um, beef soups, you know, uh, broth soups with cream. With, and they, they mix it with cream. So you get this thick velvet. Bit, uh, like soup. Uh, in in uh, Eastern Europe, you get goulash, um, hot goulash, um, and you get, I think it's called goulash, I'm not sure, but yes, you get these soups, these warm soups, because you have to give your body heat, which your body is not producing because of the winter months, okay? And so you need these broths, uh, and you have to uh, have that during the winter. So that's why people, when the summer comes, oh, yes, the soup is over. I can't stand soup. I hate soup. I hate these broths. And it's always the same. So the Portuguese, when they come, they, they bring their ingredients. They bring their, um, they, they, they bring their influences, their foodstuffs. And they will continue doing it here because they don't understand. No one knows that our food is local to a land. We are so used to eating it that we want to keep having it. They don't realize that in Goa, it's so hot, you don't need these broths. But they come to Goa with their broth. Now, in India... We make, if you, you've seen old-fashioned dishes that they still use in North India, these huge kadais, woks. In China, they call woks, but in India, they call a kadai, okay? So our food used to be made in kadais, these huge kadais, okay? And if you go to Goa, they still have them, okay? They are called matkas, these huge matkas, but uh, we also call them woks, uh, sorry, kadais, Okay, the food made in a in a kadai is called a curry. Okay, a curry. So kadai and curry. Now, now they started making their broth 
in a kadi in in a kadai so they instead of getting brought instead of calling it broth like they they call it in europe they call it kadi because that's the local word for it anything cooked in a in a wok in a, in a kadai you get a kadi and not only that then beyond the uh, the europeans beyond the uh, the portuguese the british came then the british saw these people uh with the kadi okay they don't know that it's actually just food in a in a kadai they actually they they translate it as curry you know like how the english anglicize everything obviously so they'll go oh you're having a curry so that became an indian curry but an indian curry was never a broth the broth was bought by the portuguese was their influence now to remember the the Brit- the british come not far after the portuguese uh the british came in somewhere in the 1600s um and the portuguese they came first to surat where the Port- the, the 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 portuguese were not very far off in daman then they came to uh then they came to goa uh, cochin and they also took over bombay they were given bombay which was called bombayim in those days and in dowry uh and they took over the fort i think the basin fort i'm not sure exactly but they they took over the islands of bombay from the british in dowry from uh, f- uh for marrying a portuguese princess and that is exactly what it was so that is for you bombay that is for you the story now what happens is they they get the 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 curry from the kadai and they call it curry because they've uh, they've taken over the west coast which was actually portuguese at one point of time and um this curry then becomes anglicized and now we have the international indian curry but the indian curry actually is food that's made in a kadai um which was actually bought in by which was brought which is not standard to the indian subcontinent but bought by the portuguese so actually curry is actually an european um food item it's a european concept amalgamated and married to the indian subcontinent because of european influences and and so in goa you have a lot of curry everything is fish curry rice curry uh you know um, they don't say dal they don't say palak paneer they say curry we sheet curry they say curry k o d d y is that what they say in goa curry is the go- uh, konkani word for curry um and so that my dear friend is curry and for people who don't know it's the closest i've got to explaining curry because i don't find any other answer to the curry so curry is not an indian concept it is a broth or a soup or a liquid dish anything that's liquid a sauce because remember europe has sauce a lot of sauce all comes from europe so europe has sauce uh broths for the winter months and that was brought to india and that became curry so indian curry is actually european curry that's indianized in a wok in a kadai and married with indian spices well that's the curry for you bought by the portuguese guess what else was bought by the portuguese to india my dear friends it's the concept of caste we all know that caste is a latin word um from the latin concept from the from uh, the latin empire which was roman 
and the first Roman Empire, or should I say the, the one that we know the most. It could be that the Romans were there before, but we don't know that much about them. We do have some coins, um, you know, but we don't know that much about them. But cast comes from a Latin word, castum, casta, which was bought by the, by the Portuguese to India. And they also took it to South America. So South America had caste. It's a, it's a pyramidal system, uh, which actually means lineage. That means your caste is determined by your lineage. Your lineage uh, is your family tree. Okay, And only thing that in a feudal society run by 15th and 16th century European feudals and also pre-15th century, you got something that is called, uh, you got a pyramidal system that has the Europeans on the top, okay, because they are of European lineage. Then you have the Métis people below, those who are married with, with Europeans but are not clearly Europeans. Then you have the natives below them and the black slaves, the African slaves. So that is the pyramidal system. Now, you cannot go out of your lineage. Your lineage is because you've left your continent. You don't know who, what your real lineage. Your color becomes your lineage, Okay, and that is the reason why the color is now become uh, such a big thing. Race, 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 race. It's out of lineage that it comes because they've lost the family tree. Lineage actually comes from family tree. But when you go cover, go over to continents, you don't know where your family tree comes from. So you've lost it. So your color becomes your family tree. And that color coding then becomes what is known as caste. It's a discriminatory uh, legal system, a uh, pyramidal system that was invoked by the Portuguese and the Spanish in Iberia and then taken over to the Indian subcontinent. Sorry, to the Af American subcontinent. It was also taken over uh, by the Portuguese in Goa. So caste is not Indian. It was bought over by the um, Portuguese, another concept like curry that was bought over. We know that caste also exists in the Bible. If you go to the Bible, you will see lineage. Jesus has a lineage. He was He's descended from the lineage of David, uh, King David of Israel. So they want to show his lineage. They call it genealogy, but in reality, it's lineage. That lineage is called caste. Uh, but they will not talk about it. They want to point fingers at others. Um, in Africa, you have caste. Uh, in Europe, you have caste. In the Old Testament, the Jews have caste. The Jews have a lineage out of um, 12 tribes of Israel. Okay, The 12 tribes of Israel form the nation of Israel. And that nation then decides who you are and, and which tribe you come from. You always have to have the lineage of your tribe to know what job you do, the work you do, what type of in, uh, employment you have. Because someone from uh, one tribe, like I said, give you an example, a tribe of Dan cannot be a, from the tribe of Levi because you can't change your lineage. And the, and the tribe of Levi's were the priestly class. So they were the orthodox class, the, the, the tribe of Cohen, I think, also was what was the priestly caste class. So that's very important, um, and lineage was very important on on the on in the Arabic Arabic continent. In the um, 
all in the Quran we also have caste. We have caste all the time in the Quran. Uh, we have we don't have the word caste, but we have lineage. Okay, uh, Muhammad was the from the tribe of um, the Makkin tribe of Al Hashim uh, of. Um, Bin Hashim, his great grandfather was Hashim, uh, so the Hashemite tribe. Um, you have the current group of emirs of of, of uh, emirs in in um, um, in Arabia in the Emirate. You have the Altanis, which is the the lineage of the Altanis or the tribe of the Altanis, who's the ruling family in Qatar. You have the ruling family in. Uh, uh, in in the in the Emirates, so it's it's always that you have tribal lineage. Uh, horses have lineage. This the Japanese family has lineage. All the uh, kings and queens of Europe have lineage. So lineage is there across the board. So why does it come only to Hindus to be caste? Because the in the the Europeans wanted to destroy society, Indian society, because we have. Um, we have a, a civilization that existed long before, um, long before um, they came along. Uh, the Arabic people also came here because we had a civilization, so they wanted our money. But how do you break a civilization? By pitting one against the other, by dividing rule, by spreading rumors, spreading false language, false knowledge, by spreading uh, inconsistencies, uh, creating animosity, uh, pitting one against the other, saying, oh, this fellow is bad, that fellow is bad, and continuously subjugating the concept of, uh, constantly co subjugating people who belong to one group, um, you know, um, restricting any economic advancement to them, restricting educational advancement to them, uh, restricting certain activities, economic activities to them, make sure that they're poor, then you give them false knowledge, then pit them one against the other, and finally the animosity leads to civil war, and the society breaks down, and then all you've got to say is, oh, no, no, we're coming here to save you. So one side, they, they're behind the light in the fire, in the front, what they do is then they, they, they come here and convert you and that's how they change the demographics on the ground. Now that's cast for you. The pyramidal system is not Indian. It is very Latin um, Roman Catholic and um, they keep trying to say that caste belongs to uh, Brahmins, Kshatriyas, uh, Vaishyas and Shudras. That is exactly the falsehood because Brahmins, Vaishyas, Shudras and, and, and Kshatriyas were never a caste. There is not one word caste in, in in Sanskrit books, it's not a pyramidal system because a pyramid is a flat Earth concept. Okay, um, you have a you have a uh, you have a pyramid. Yeah, there's one above the other, and you does not move. The pyramid doesn't move. But in India, in Dharmic ideologies, we are cyclic. Cyclic means you go from up to down, and you're always moving. So your effort, your work, then becomes your. Um, your quality it then becomes your label but the next generation doesn't have to be the same so one generation is a doctor doesn't mean the next generation is doctor now in those days the information was passed down to father and son but there's in but it doesn't mean that you have to be the same 
uh, do the same employment or have the same qualities as your father. It is you to study and find your own way and whole own uh, uh, stride in life. And that's very, very common with dharma. Dharma is your responsibility, your currents that form the wave, your duty. And, and this pyramidal flatter theory is not dharmic at all. It is very, very European. It's Roman Catholic Latin. It's both the Indian subcontinent by um, the Portuguese. It's another concept that's brought to the Portuguese besides curry. So you have two concepts very well known in India and very well known abroad. As Indian curry and cast, they are both uh, absolutely Latin. They're both Portuguese. Latin and they do not come from the Indian subcontinent. So that is my podcast for today. I hope I made sense with you and I hope you understand where I come from. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask because we're all about having a conversation and healing and going from there. On that note, I thank you very much for your time. I hope you have a great day and a great week ahead. Cheers and stay safe.